what's going on? Oh, there we go. Hello <laughs> and welcome to the Social Recruiting Show, the Australian edition. I'm without my sidekick, Audra Knight. It's very strange. I'm Katrina Collier. I'm a social recruiting trainer and speaker, and I'm super excited to be speaking to two talent acquisition Aussie legends. I don't know if I'm allowed to call you Aussie, but anyway. Hazana <laughs> Raj, who's not really Australian. A ring in, aren't you? And Mark Mansell, oh, thank you so much for joining me. Just me. Just me, not by myself. Yeah, have to. It's you. Nigel, no friend. It's very funny. Thanks for having us. I'm so used yeah. to her. They're, they're at midnight, so where's she? She'll be at 7 p.m. So she could have joined in, really. She'd have made us. Oh, no, it's a poor show. Poor show, really. Poor show. Yeah. Don't worry about your children and husband. Come on the show. Yeah. So, start with Hazana. Tell us how you've ended up in well really recruitment and of course in australia for that matter yes yeah, so um as you can tell by the accent it isn't quite aussie um i originally from the north of england um but been down this end of the planet for close to 24 years 25 maybe <coughs> i moved out obviously when you were five. very young very very right. very young um but i spent 20 years in new zealand i've got my kiwi passport i consider myself kiwi which goes down so well with the aussies um <laughs> on that one I have actually had people go, oh, you took the long way around to get to the lucky country, you know, because you were Pom and then you were Kiwi and not good. Um, been in Sydney about four years. And I got into recruitment in a really odd way. I um, worked at the job centre in Oxford for quite a few years. And they, this is way back in the day, <coughs> way back. And when people used to ring in, yeah, I was very young, like I said, very young. When people used to bring in um, the jobs into the job centre, it yeah. took three days from the call-in to actually get them up on the boards. So we were physical pieces of paper <laughs> on the boards. And um, the temp okay. jobs, of course, this was yeah. useless. So I actually said, well, do you know what? I think we should bypass that system and actually have a, a specialty like temp palace. Yeah. So I basically set up a temp shop inside of the job centre. Yeah, so yeah. I bypassed all of that and actually, you know, set up this um you know this ability to actually get connect the jobs quicker to the people and all this and all the agencies i was dealing with were like you should do this you should do this you should do this and then um when i left there and went to new zealand i was like okay i'm gonna do it and i started life in industrial recruiting wow. <laughs> industrial temp controller yeah yeah i trained a client on that the other week it's bloody hard because stupid brexit let's not go there is making it so tough it's such a shortage yeah. of time. Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy. So how about now? What do you think now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now I am uh, in-house. I'm talent acquisition manager at MBM. Um, when did you get in-house? Eh? Um, that would be, yeah, about three wow. and a half years ago. Yeah, when I moved to Australia, I had planned to go out. That was it. I was done with my agency days. I was out. And I completely blame Troy oh, Hammond for so this, and um, totally. It was definitely Troy as well. So basically, uh, just before I left, he put me in touch with his CEO yeah. at this um, IT agency. And uh, we basically went for coffee for 20 minutes, and now yeah. at 40, basically, she offered me a job. And it was a great job. It was an absolutely great job. So um, my last role um, in agency, I was a GM for New South Wales um, for Candle IT. So it was entirely his fault. But um, that after that, it was um, an old boss of mine, Keith Muirhead, who's absolutely amazing. And it was the third yeah. time he tried to tap me up, and the timing was right. And he was like, look, 
I need a new head of recruitment yeah. in Australia. Oh, can do this. So no, you, can know you can just speak and interrupt. Like, we don't care. We could say, oh, hi, I've been readily told that I need to be a bit more concise. So, oh, no. uh, so I think that's, so that's all Interrupt <laughs> each other and we don't care, and it's all good. No. ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがとうございました。ありがと
right? Uh, I've got an awesome team. I've got an awesome management team, CEOs, a rock star. Uh, but people just get in and crack on. They're adults. People love to learn. And this place trains people. So it's, um, yeah, it's super cool. Um, no, absolutely I'm love it. Out of that conversation, though, is you're saying people love to learn. You're not going... Oh, well, we're full of millennials and only millennials come learn. Yeah. That's really nice to hear. It's Yeah, I hate that stuff. I can't bear that whole thing of, oh, what do millennials want? It's like, yeah. like somehow they're different people. Yeah. Like, you know, they've got seven heads yeah. in the hey, table. Like, it's honestly, like, it's we ridiculous. just have done, so we've done That's four graduate recruitment events over the course of the last three weeks. Now, graduate recruitment events are always a little bit fun. Yeah. There's amazing people in there, and then there's some people that should really ask for a refund from the university. Um, <laughs> it is, uh, I, I don't understand. So, I, I, I didn't go to uni, I was a geek, and I did a lot of work growing up, right? But if I went to That's uni, and, uh, who are all really done really yeah. Yeah, the closest. Yeah, the closest I got to it is I did a diploma in business studies and finance yeah. while working full time. So I did that for two years. So that was as close as I got with what is now um, Manchester Met um, University. Um, and after I did that, I was like, that's it. I can't do that again. <laughs> but I'm dyslexic. So I really struggled. I really struggled. held any of us back. So like, I that's count- the, you can learn on the job. You can yeah, still create no, a career for no. yourself without the piece of paper. Well, listen, I don't think what we do is... Yeah. But I think that's the key thing, though, isn't it? It's the ability to still be curious enough to learn and want to learn. You know, I count as a, I count myself as a double diversity hack. Because not yeah. only am I female, but I have neurodiversity. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 the reality is, what we do isn't hard, right? I don't think what we do is a hard job. Right? I think you've just got to have common sense, and you need to be able to communicate. I, I, hey, listen, there's a lot of people who can't do it. Not that. everyone can do it. You know what I think like I just think it's hard getting someone's attention, which obviously is the thing I talk about. But it's because we've become so lazy. Whereas yeah. back when we all started, we had to pick the phone up. You know, you've done door to door knocking. We did phone, yeah. and so we know, we just like, well, what do you mean they're not answering you? Yeah. Have you tried dialing? You know, on school. <laughs> but so, for us, it's easy because we've yeah, been through the, the change. Whereas I think if oh, you come yeah. now, you hide behind the technology. I don't understand how you can do that. Yeah, I agree because I started recruiting. I started recruiting before the internet. This is how That's old I am. When you were five. Um, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. And, and even, it's seriously, because I started when I was five. And one of the companies I worked for in New Zealand, because I've covered like pretty much every range of recruiting that there was in every sort of sectors. And there was this huge deal because we were the yeah. very first to ever get the internet. And one person had an email address, which was the team assistant. We were all like, what's this? How are we going to use this type thing? But, you know, yeah, but you were permanently attached to the phone because that is how you ran things. This is how you did things. And you actually developed very, very strong communication skills because you had to influence like that. And, you know, it's interesting because Mark and I were talking about this the other, um, last night about, you know, moving to like CV list. When I started my training in temp consulting, I found it personally insulting if a client asked me for a CV yes. because I sold yes. my temps in over the phone yes. and booked them in. At no point was yes. I ever sending a CV. And this was like, you know, I was, you know, top of the day, it was probably running 120 temps. Not one of them went in with a CV. I was like, if someone asked me for a CV, I'm like, what is it I haven't told you about this person? You are 
you know, you have hesitation. Well, Talk to me about this. Possibly, you see, babe. Well, when I think back to my agency like, recruitment oh, days, for me, like, I was doing different because it was, you know, I tech, IT recruiters. So, uh, sorry, IT recruiters, IT people. So they were like four, fifty, five hundred pounds a day. But yeah. I actually got to the point where the client knew me so well and I knew them so well that I would just send CV and they'd hire them. And you're kind of going, that was the skill. Yeah. And I think that, yes, I agree, Mark. Yeah. We know how to sell, and I think that's why. But that's not the topic of today's show, even though we're off the rants already, which is awesome. Never. <laughs> so, obviously, somebody who is just complaining off the air that I've been ridiculed for saying supper, yogurt, uh, what else? Pants. Yeah, you're, you're my favorite. <laughs> trousers. I've been saying trousers. I can't think of Oh, pants. oh, my God, I'm buying this pair of what I would call trousers, pants, three-quarter cut-off. And this man, this middle-aged man walks in and said, where are your thongs? And I lost it. I was like, double that on the floor. And he's just going, no, 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 I don't want to visualize you in a G-string. No. Yes, obviously, yeah. there are cultural differences, but also word differences. So why did you well, want this topic, Mark? What's going on? Do you feel like you're not being... Uh, I think I've had a few beers, so it was just the first thing that came to mind. But on the topic of thongs, do you know what uh, the Kiwis call thongs? Come on. Jandals. No, that's the South African. Uh, yeah. Jandals. Yeah, no, it's jandals. Jandals. The jandals. Yeah, so I, I still call them jandals because I came from the UK where they were flip-flops. Then I learned jandals, and now they're flipping thongs. And as far as I'm concerned, that's something you wear, not what you put on your so shocked that was the thing that got me it was because I could immediately picture him in one and I didn't want to I couldn't erase that out of my head <laughs> cannot be unseen I think some of the problem is you guys are so on the wrong time zone <laughs> like I was getting messages at 3am from people going where are you because the rest of the world's awake I think that's some reason the rest of the world's forgotten about you guys are you guys you do realize that you're in the past though we're, 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 yeah. we're in the future you are in the past. Yeah, the, as much as recruitment. Yeah, and occasionally, and occasionally considering. <laughs> oh, sorry. So occasionally, as much as um, we love you up there, we quite like the fact you sometimes forget we're down here because you're yeah. all a bit demented yeah. up there. Let's as much as you guys like know? to think you're ahead of the times with a lot of the recruitment practices. Technically, you're ahead. Guys are kind of behind. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, I, I think it's just interesting from a recruitment perspective. Uh, all the material that I tend to read. It seems, you guys aren't doing, it seems like a lot of the corporate recruiters within the States yeah. are trying to do more and more adventurous things. But no one's talking about getting their one-on-ones. I, I talk about this all the time. My son is probably sick of me mentioning it. But I haven't heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Because then I can just yeah. go get it. Yeah. So for me, Whenever I'm speaking to other recruiters, they're always talking about new and inventive ways, exciting ways of doing things. And I go, well, hold on, hold on. Have you got your one-on-ones right? Have you started at your bare basics and then been able to grow from there? Have you been able to track what you've done right and what you've done incorrectly before you start going through and saying, all right, we want to jump on and do Snapchat recruitment campaigns, we want to do Insta campaigns, we want to go to Pinterest. All right, people get these wonderful ideas, but it's like, well, hold on, mate. What have you done from the get-go. Let's go back to your briefing before you start talking about all these wonderful new ways of doing things. And that does my head in the most. And you get a lot of people who get airtime about talking about the latest and greatest in terms of ways of doing recruitment. But you're like, um, cool. I understand there's a limited pool of talent, but what have you done? What's your basics? What's your elementary, right? Yes, you can so, people and contact them. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh that's just my <laughs> Now you've got right. Silly so talk I was speaking at this conference in Kiev about messaging. I'm not talking about marketing messaging. I'm talking about how to get Hazana to respond. Hazana. Hazana, it'd be nice if I said your name correctly. To respond <laughs> to an email or a phone yeah. call or a whatever way you're getting, like how to use the right words to get them to respond when you call them with all your excitement. And they've come back and said something about engaging your talent pool. And I'm going, how did you get that topic out of what I said? I'm not talking about marketing. I'm talking about messaging, <laughs> not messaging. And I'm like, oh, my God, we can't even amongst us have our words right now. I'm like, oh, frustrating. It gets a lot in translation, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's, it's like, when, yeah, but it's when they talk about um, when you have this thing about, you know, uh, yeah, messaging to a talent pool. That's yeah, like, yeah. so what? You're going right, to slap it yeah. up against a wall and see something sticks? How are you tracking you know? that? Yeah, and you do, still, you do still see that. You do absolutely still see that, that it goes on. And it was interesting, actually, when I moved from um, New Zealand over to Australia, because New Zealand, um, and still I will <clears throat> be in a Kiwi at heart, but the sourcing capability right. in New Zealand was miles ahead, like miles ahead. Like, so I walked in. Um, you know, looking after a bunch of IT and tech recruiters, and I'm like, oh, I right, call, cool. let's have a look at this, and again, same sort of thing. But you're going, all right, well, how are you sourcing? You know, what are you doing? How are you getting you know, those things out? And they told me, and I went, do you want now? <laughs> because their idea of sourcing was, well, we put, yeah, it was like we put an ad up, which was generally badly written anyway. And I'm like, uh huh. And then what else are you doing? So there wasn't actually that piece, whereas in New Zealand, you had to. It's a small place. You had to get real good. Um, and Kiwis are adept at going, ooh, what's that? Let's try it. Let's give it, you know, it's a bit of the number like wow stuff of giving stuff a go. Whereas Australia hadn't suffered any drop of GDP growth for God knows what we're up to, 27 quarters. So there wasn't the necessarily the need. And even today, you still get a level of pieces where you'll encounter people and, you know, all they're doing is just putting an ad up. And again, like I said, it's like, that's not to say you shouldn't put ads up occasionally. It depends yeah, on you're messaging it. Yeah. But make it good. Yeah, but at least if you're going to do that, make it good. But there's also no point pouring a ton mm. of people in the top of the funnel that aren't right. You just that's just you're wasting recruiter time and you're wasting someone else's time. And then you're generally saying no. Like you know, for us, everybody we touch is either mm. now or will be in the future a customer. So you've got to make so sure I'll, those pieces I'll are, be a pain are good. Do you know, you know what? I'm so. talking about candidate behaviour a little bit, right? No. Um, so. I, <laughs> I love it. So it says about, you know, we need to write better ads. But then if you think about candidate behavior, this is one thing I've seen a fair bit of, and it does my head in the most. Um, this is, I went viral um, last, about a year ago because I posted a book. Oh, don't bring that up again. Okay. <laughs> all right, Simon. <laughs> So, no, I'm, 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 say I'm sorry, you may not tease me, my show, bring it up, tell me. <laughs> uh, so I went for a year back, so I posted a blog and uh, I did the usual thing that I do. I basically wrote a bunch of stuff just from my head without actually putting, articulating what I wanted to say properly. Anyway, it wasn't well received, it um, got over 250,000 uh, views and a bunch of likes and comments and um, it's insane, all right? Um, but ultimately, what I was trying, what I was driving at is candidate behaviour, candidate behaviour, um, yeah. specifically around grants. Um, so at the time I'd written a, a job ad and I'd 
put an intention yeah. at the bottom of the ad saying, hey, listen, you're a grad, your CV probably sucks. So what's probably going to be better is if you write a tailored cover letter, right? Yeah. And the amount of people that just completely disregarded that and didn't write a tailored cover letter or had 10 years of experience, right, mm -hmm. that applied to the job was insane. And that was what my blog was about, saying, hey, pay attention, take every application seriously because whilst, you know, it's important, you know, to find you're going to be to win it. So candidate behaviour is, I'm unemployed, I'm looking for a job, bang, 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 apply, 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 apply. Yeah. Really, pay attention to the ones that you actually really are interested in and then follow the, the instructions, right? Um, and so to what yeah. someone was saying, candidate behaviour is what we've got to look at because there are a lot of people who are spraying and praying their applications, just like some recruiters are spraying and praying CVs, right? Yeah. So we, we need to sort of get a little bit better at that, I, you know? So, I I'd really talk yeah, to each other, like globally. Well, it's everywhere. Everyone's scared to pick up the phone. No. Right? No, 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 yeah. yeah, but it's there, there's yeah. an, we are so far ahead of the curve, right? So we have watched technology come in and recruitment change. And we're all like, well, of course you'd fill out a LinkedIn yes. profile, and of course you'd follow me on Twitter, and you know, why aren't you doing these things? Job seekers, if, if they've been in a role, particularly five or six years, are kind of going, oh my god, the world's changed. I don't know what to do. And if they've been in even longer, I have conversations with people yeah. who haven't had to look for a job in ten years, and they come out and they're lost. I do think there needs to be a lot more education yeah. on that side. Um, you know, there are a few people doing yeah. that. There's probably not enough in the real. Well, the ones that are doing that, there's a lot of people who are doing it that aren't the best at yeah. doing it. You know, and you see it when people get made redundant. There's those uh, outsourced centres. The amount yeah. of resumes I've received that have gone through the likes of those businesses, I don't know what the heck have you done? Uh, <laughs> right? Um, well, it's it's so insane. Yeah, okay. it's, I think Sorry. it's, it, no, no, I was going to say that, you know, it, the, the, the piece around sort of like ads and all of those types of things, yeah, you should 100%. be where your candidates live. Yeah, was, you should always be where your candidates Sorry. Live. But <laughs> you should, uh, I would, yeah, no, no, it's all good. Is that, you know, some of how we've evolved on some cases, we've yeah, made it yeah. unpleasant for yeah. everybody. You know, you know, it was all this push on, oh, you know, make it mobile optimized so everybody can apply for a job brilliant so then people apply for 160 yeah. jobs because yeah. they then think it's a numbers game you know and then the recruiters are hating it because they've got yeah. like a million cvs to look at so my favorite thing to talk about and you know people who've been on the show a few times sorry john you've heard this before for example um like i do the site colon glassdoor.com slash interviews inverted commas never heard back and i did one and this just got written up this was for twitter so this is going in my yeah. presentation recruiting coordinator interview Right, I got ghosted. I had a phone, uh, two phone interviews, met with five other recruiters and the hiring manager at Twitter after a long day of interviewing. Sent out my thank you emails the next day. I followed up with my recruiter and hiring manager, but never heard back. This is the best bit. I used Streak, so I saw that they read my emails, but they literally ghosted me. This is such an amazing company, and they need to learn how to communicate with their candidates. It's been seven months since I interviewed. I still haven't got a reject email. LOL. Really bad candidate experience. And of course, people find that helpful. So it's like everything we're doing can be undone now, thanks to the other side yeah. of the internet. You know, not the we're spraying jobs; they're spraying us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, but I, it, the interesting thing I think nobody ever really talks about much is, you know, we talk about candidate experience, we talk about hiring manager experience, we talk about all of those things. Yeah. What we miss is recruiter experience. If you've got recruiters who are not 
properly trained so they don't you know they haven't got the training underneath it they're not properly supported and really importantly people don't understand what their capacity loads are you can't pour 70 80 90 wrecks on top of a recruiter and expect any form of service to any of it so if you get that yeah. wrong everything falls apart you know, and if you think about that ghosting piece, um, you know, yes, one that's that shocking. Coordinator interview, but on the other end, even it. funnier. <laughs> I know, I know. So one that is absolutely appalling, I grant you. But number two, is it because then everybody's all over their case about what are you doing on these next thirty racks? You know, the, the, there's that piece of actually going, no, you can't just keep piling it in there without yeah. actually understanding what that is. And having a plan B of like, you know, most people run the max capacity loads in-house in particularly, you know, at, at max or over max. And then it's, but we want to give real personalized mm. service. That's wonderful. How are you I suppose in your company as well, it's quite easy to go and say, okay, if I piss off these 30 people, they're not going to buy our product. Whereas in some of us with B2B, it's a little more challenging to say, we're going to lose business, but it's not just the hiring up front, isn't it? As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, on, on our side, it, it's um, <laughs> we get some reasonable press coverage, and um, you know that there, there is there is some there is a. Uh, so there is a real focus in terms of customer experience and I remember um, I did a presentation in um, in-house probably about six months ago in, internally and I said right I'm going to stop talking about candidates I'm going to start talking about customers I'm going to start talking about how many customers we are handling on month and I put the slide up and they went yeah oh my lord I said these are the customers you know yeah. they are there now or will be so we've got to give these people a good experience, which means also, yeah, yeah, which also means, Mr. Harry Manager, you do need to respond and my recruiters don't need to chase you down to get a response after you've interviewed so we can give some feedback. You know, it, you, it, it's sometimes yeah. if you can flick it, you get actually, you know, it's suddenly go, oh, I said, you know, it's, it's a huge focus. We've really got to do better with the customer experience piece. This is I've been having the exact same conversations here with our team. Um, yeah. and again, being in consultancy, um, it's the same thing. Every person that applies for a job is someone that we might be working on site with. Mm. Um, yeah. you know, these guys could be the people that actually engage with us. Um, mm. and I know that recently there's been a couple of uh, senior level um, people that we've gone through and put through our interview process, and we've not managed to get them across the line. Um, but they've said, listen. In this new role that I've taken, we're actually going to be needing this analytics function done. I'll be on the phone with you straight away to organise a meet. So again, people are going to remember the way that you made them feel, right? The manner in which you engage and you show your professionalism. Yeah. Right. So we've done a couple of things here where we, yeah. you know, put a little bit, of, uh, a few KPIs in um, to make sure that we're getting back to people within seventy-two hours max. Right, you apply for a job, you're getting an email response. Right, um, I always thought about my experience where I was um, out of it for you know, close to three months and I applied for something like 120, 130 roles. I emailed people, got ghosted by people, I sent emails to people. Same thing, I used HubSpot to track emails. People yeah, read them yeah. and just didn't, 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 didn't reply. I'm looking at people going, how can you run a talent function if this is how you treat Right, um, and there were some actually mm. notable people who we know has uh, we know well who did that, and you just look and think, are you serious? 
Yeah, yeah they're, 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 I'm going to have to find out who. Oh, jeez. They're easily noticeable. They don't appear much in our SIDREC meetups. You're the second person, like you had tracking. Why is it we think people aren't tracking us? Like we, we, but isn't that, that's what intelligence is. It's like we, you, you've got sales. We, why wouldn't oh. they track our opening? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, if, really. you know. I know Stephen has read yeah. his email, so yeah, yeah, and sorry, keep talking, don't, don't stop on my. That's all right. That's all right. We're like, you're like, you know, we've like lost, you know. Oh my God, we've lost her. Yeah. I, I, um, I think this is where we sometimes don't quite get it right in recruitment is that, you know, we've encouraged a spamming approach to candidates in terms of approaching candidates. We, we, you know, we slap ads all over the place without being targeted about them. We, you know, then we've encouraged, you know, uh, we've educated a candidate pool that says, you know, oh, look, you can apply right away to this job and this job and this job. And because we don't get back to them, because there's far too many in the pack and we don't have the time, they then learn it's a numbers game. I'm going to apply for everything. So we've just made the whole darn thing horrible. And there has to be a point when we pull back and go, you know, the reality is, is what we're trying to do in, in recruitment and in-house, and this is also exists for agencies as well, is that, we're there to make the company more successful. Who we bring in the door helps all, helps the company be successful and actually hits its goals. So there's something really crucial about what we do. So that we've yeah. got to do it better. Like, you know, you've got to keep iterating it. You've got to keep trying some things. But you can't keep going on the way that we've been going. You know, there has to be a time when we go, look, you know, the reality is the emperor's got no clothes here. We've got to change. So what do we do? What's, what, um, what, what could we do? Let's yeah. brainstorm it now. Let's work together. What's the difference? How do we change it? Hang on. Hang on. The fact that you get it right, so that's an age thing because we've been doing it longer now. Because we came in pre, mm. you could just spam everyone. Oh, actually, back when you could send an email, yeah. people were behind um, So yes. before, you know, we're great. But, I mean, yeah, you're right. How do we make it? I mean, is it a cultural difference? Is it a... Or is it just an education? Is it a lack of training? What is it? You're right, Mark. Let's do it. Let's yeah, let's. Uh, you know what? We have exactly. Um, is it a cultural difference? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it a cultural difference? I don't know if it is or not. Um, you know, there are. You know, sometimes it's about some of the brands. So, as an example, back you know, in New Zealand, and um, New, Ze New Zealand's got an incredible brand name to it um you know and i haven't looked at it lately but i doubt they've advertised much because most people will approach them they've probably got more of a candidate management issue in terms of people approaching them and they're like oh yeah. how do we you know help or not help them and make sure that they get a good experience even if it's yeah. no on the way out the door so sometimes it's around where that brand brand sits on it and then other times it is a case of you know that stuff goes out does it come back then to what you're rewarding the behavior rewarding yeah, so one in-house, definitely, I think you need to, you know, there has to be more of a conversation about, you know, recruiter um, capacity loadings and things along those lines. That's why I think some of the um, I, um, AI tech has become really, really, you know, you know, much more, you know, not just interesting, but people are jumping on and doing it because there's a level where then some of that good stuff can take away, you know, um, 
an aspect of you know no conversation with people at least they're getting something that you get in a better experience you're getting a bit of a pre-screening yeah. of a chatbot that's intuitive enough to actually you know have a conversation with you i think some of that actually is plugged into actually say look let's make this a little bit better which is yeah. great but then you have to where they've arrived on your career site and as the land check we're doing that in germany yeah. they've got it so you've arrived yeah oh you know it's like pops up goes oh you know hi mark why are you here how can yeah. i help you know and it's like it's it's keeping you that I don't yeah. mind that when it's used for sourcing I'm more concerned right. <laughs> so, like, yeah I agree oh no 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 sourcing is completely different to my mind yeah. sourcing is completely different you know sourcing is around the fact that you've got a really good clear or brief or, or there's yeah. this thing you <laughs> yeah or not but you know as clear as it gets because there's no point starting something without that right and then actually being really um calculated about where you find the people what that looks like making sure you you know you're going after the right people and then really clear and really compelling you know some form of communication to them that gets them so to come forward to you that you're actually going to get them interested enough on the hook that stuff yeah. should be targeted no. it so, shouldn't be spam. i know that so if we're talking about you know different ways to do things so i've, I, I've post, posted a uh clickbait teaser recently drawing you go really quiet i know when we're, when we're talking about trying to do things new and different, um, I posted a teaser, it was really lovely clickbait the other day about a blog that I'm writing at the moment. We've done something yeah. a little bit different here. Um, yeah. I'm calling it applying CVless link, right? So CVless oh, yeah, function, yeah. all right? Yeah. Um, and what we've done is we've put public tests available on our website for mm -hmm. people to come through if they, you know, want to show us what you got, you know, Rick and Morty quote. Um, Right, you can jump onto our website, you can run through a couple of different tests that we have, and off the back of those yeah. tests, if you're kicking ass, if you're you know passing and you've got a high pass mark, you can say, Are you interested in exploring career opportunities with us? And off the back of that, we'll proactively jump on, have a phone call with you. Um, our back end processes will find your LinkedIn profile, so you've got an idea of what you're working with, um, but you don't need an actual CV to apply. It'd be nice to have it so you can understand your story. But it removes a lot of that unconscious bias that people talk about, right? Um, and that's working well. To show you that they've got the skills. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's working well for us at the moment. It's just uh, you know taking people from that test to phone call stage. Um, we're able to do it really well with our ATS <coughs> lever, um, which is uh, which is awesome. Um, but it's. No sponsors, it's all good. It's just order and iron, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the big conversations I see. Have you, you heard of the DBR Slack channel, which is the in house recruitment Slack channel that runs? No, it runs. I don't know if you heard of it. I'm sure you guys would be welcome to it. It's people all over. But yeah. one of the biggest things that which ATS it's like is constant. So, yeah, oh, if God. you like, leave it. Leave it Oh God, yeah, yeah. You you've got the you get the same thing on HR, yeah, yeah HR open source, reasonably regularly. Honestly, I kept tagging Leela um, in those posts, and she's like, yeah. "Leela, here, yeah. man, right? Lever, 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 Leela, right?" Um, but it's a uh, technology. I think we're relying on it a little bit too much. Yeah, okay. it helps. Yeah. But not hiding. Yes, people are hiding. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't take advantage of it. Yes. So when people start talking yeah. about AI, it's like, cool, you're going to have a chatbot on there, but you're relying solely on me. And where a lot of people are failing with the implementation of something like a chatbot is they're not populating it, right? It's a machine learning algorithm, and the, the biggest headache associated with it is we were building our own. I'm just going to make them too busy to do it. Um, so I tried to farm out. I, I tried to um, crowdsource the questions yeah. that people wanted answered to make my life a little bit easier. And that failed miserably. But yeah, you have to populate it with the questions and the answers, right? Um, and that takes forever. If someone asks um, a question that doesn't pick up, there's no answer. Yeah. Um, and that, I think people get, when people start talking about AI, it's just the whole concept, but there are multiple areas underneath yeah, that exist, right? Um, yeah, I get it in my spot because I'm yeah. teaching the social recruiting, so of course everyone just gets up with, oh, AI can be a source thing. I am an open book on social media, yet there are things that I don't tell because I just don't think to that directly relate to me wanting to work in an office or for a company. And it's just yeah. like, if you don't talk to me, you won't know that. So, yeah. Yeah. No, no, and you never will. And this is when, you know, when you see, every now and again, you see these ones come up and go, will technology replace recruitment? <laughs> no, not unless you're recruiting robots, possibly at that point. All the way up to then, no, it never will. But what it will have to force is better um, relationship management skills. Yeah. It will have to force better aspects around that and being a trusted advisor and being able to communicate really, yeah. really effectively. That is what recruitment um, and sourcing, you know, that ability to actually bring somebody along that journey and get them to look at something that they probably weren't at all interested up to the point that you sent them a message or picked up the phone or gave them a call or that, that's the critical survival key. And that's what- So what talk would you not give the future. Uh, Love right. you, love you, love right. you. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. My brain followed out the phone. Oh, you I'm have the better answer. Empathy, it's, it's um, you know, that understanding, it's like the knowing, it's like all of that. That, yes, yeah. no, you're right, absolutely. Oh my god, this, like. But yeah, even, sure. I mean, weirdly, I went video, then yeah. I went brain. That was exactly how my head went, actually, because you know, I'm sitting here on a video chat, but I could have sent you a video. Again. I'm forever encouraging. If you refuse to call someone, send them a video message. For fuck's sake. Like, all your excitement yeah. and your energy and your, you yeah. know, 30 seconds. Yeah. Of, uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah, I like that. But, they, but the interesting thing is I actually use my phone as a phone. Amazingly enough, it's like when somebody sends me an email, I'll more than likely pick oh, yeah. up the you phone sent me and call. A message at six a.m. Yeah. because it was your seven a.m. <laughs> Going, let's yeah. call before this chat. I'm like, no, let's not do that. It's six a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like that afterwards, but you know, I said about the fact I'm on my Brit number, so it was like, oh no. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be quite sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But it, yeah, but that I do yeah. use the phone as a phone a lot, you know, yes, and the rest of it is because I've got all of, you know, my social media in there and, you know, I've got, you know, YouTube channels and yeah. TED Talks and all of those things, yeah. but I use it a lot as a phone. I'll call more often. It's like at work, you know, you'll get a quick Skype message and sometimes I'll get up and walk around because it's it's better to actually have those conversations face to face or I'll walk the floors and go down yeah. if I need to talk to a leader um, because everyone's like, oh, we can't get hold of them. I'm like, gone and had a look, they're two floors down from us. So, you know, it, these things that you still get the cost. I mean, you think about your own inbox, someone sends you a message and it just gets lost. <laughs> you know, 
mean, like, yeah. this morning when I said one Frequently of those messages was, are you going to be on this call? I was like, well, no, because I told you in an email, reply to your email, that I wasn't going to be on the call and you forgot that because it got a lot and you're just going, oh, yeah. God, like one little thing. But yeah, so the ability to pick up. But I, um, you won't have heard this because it was on a previous show, but I did a, um, I won't say the company because it won't help you, but I basically took the IT hiring managers and the sources and sat them together and got them to communicate. It was so much fun. Wow. Oh, my God, that's amazing. I swear to God, I need to do more of it. Because it was just, I basically just over the conversation. But it started with this, we get irrelevant CVs, we get this blah, blah, blah. And I went, so how much time did you spend talking to the recruiter about what you wanted first? Silence. <laughs> <gasps> no. Beautiful, beautiful. If you won't invest the time, invest the time, you'll save hours down the line. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I know there's a, there's a, he's, he's actually gone on to a very, very large job um, offshore now, but it was a head of TA, um, one of the, one of the big um, outfits around town. And he had always had, I've got this, it's a rule about making sure you get proper briefings, but he, he was telling me one day that um, he had a hiring manager on the phone trying to complain about one of his um, recruiting business partners because that she wouldn't <laughs> just put an ad up. And he was like, okay, well, well, no. Okay, so talk to me about it. So it turned out is that his recruiting business partner refused to kick a roll off unless somebody was going to give at least oh half God. an hour of a briefing. And because this man refused point blank to allow a half an hour, she's like, well, yeah. it's obviously not a priority for you. At the point that this role becomes a priority for you, let's talk. He said it was the funniest it. thing. I love it. But why not? It was brilliant. Yeah, and he completely backed her. He was like, well, you're actually now picking up the phone and spent 15 minutes complaining at me about this. That's 15 minutes yep. you could have sent with her with a briefing. How do you expect her to go and find somebody for you that's right if you're not investing the time? I, I don't understand how that's not a uh, just standard protocol. Like that's a, That is a recruitment 101, right? There are a lot of people that are getting excited. Yeah. Everything we talk about quite standard. But what we haven't done is put it in. Why haven't we put it in? Like it, like we guys have. We're older. Like I keep saying, I think it's an age thing. But where is the fundamental <laughs> thing where we're going wrong? Why is it we know and they don't know? Uh, because they're not being trained. I, I think I think there are people that are. Very good. So, you know what I'm saying? I think it depends where you sit. If you're an agency, if you're internal. Um, yeah. Uh, about internal. You're so both internal. Do you know what I? Yeah, so, so you, yeah. Can, you can go, I'll, I'll be scared. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, I, a lot of inter <laughs> I know, don't, don't. don't. Play nicely, play nicely. There's a, look, you know, there's a lot of, a, there is, you know, there are still some agencies that are really doing this really, yep. really effectively and doing it really, really well. As much as you can say, there's some in-house functions that absolutely nail it and then others that don't. And that information, you know, people know what that, that, that piece looks like. Um, it's, it's an interesting thing of how we've got away from it all. You know, is it because our industry has quite high turnover? You know, we you know we know recruitment's not for everybody. It always tended to be, you know, you could do it or you couldn't, uh, you loved it or you didn't. You know, um, I adore our profession. I'm extremely proud um, of what we do and what we actually contribute um, into businesses and, and to people. We change lives in terms of what we do. So I'm really, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But then you take it seriously. If you understand this, you know, the this um the aspect that if you miss a great candidate or you treat a good candidate badly, the impact of that can be really big down the line. So if you understand it, you tend to care more. There's a there's a personal connection to that, 
no matter what else is going on, you're going to make sure that those pieces um, don't get missed. But do we train people properly? Okay, so then the question is, do we train people? Or do we just go, here you go, here's, but you know, off you go. How many people do you know that are senior within the terminal that don't come to events, they don't jump on webinars, they're not engaging, right? But they're in these positions and they're not looking at, you know, the, the most progressive way to do things. They're stuck in an archaic method or approach to recruitment. There are so many ways that we can make what we do flow better, right? We can we can automate things and make our life so much easier, but people are using outdated tools, right, which make their function so much more clunky than what it needs to be. Right? Oh, gosh. Honestly, I... Oh, yeah. I, honestly, I'm talking to someone that can't use that internet, yeah, I, um, that Chrome extension on the Internet Explorer, and I'm looking at them going, what? <laughs> like, uh, what's that? <laughs> so, it's a bane of it's Facebook. Why then, not? Well, you know, they're using their phones yeah. to get access. Why not monitor their access? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Can we, can we run up? Yeah. But this is it. It's about it's it's about it's about training. So I um in all my roles, you know, I run Twitter tutorials. I run like you know LinkedIn tutorials, um because then when you educate people and give them the why, so you have people go, oh well, you know why why should I be there? And you know for recruiters with Twitter, and I bring up people like Katrina and everybody else around the you know around the globe, and they this is why because this is like instant learning in your pocket. You can connect and talk with global experts. You know, then that ability to reach out is there. You know, that stuff that Lars and HR open source is amazing. You know, and I literally will tell every single HR um, person I ever meet is I'm like, well, yeah, on Facebook, and they'll generally go, yeah, I said you need to have HR open source because it's, you know, every time you're trying to reinvent the wheel, guarantee you someone else has put that right, so down. How many people do you know? It's there. So what you're going to say is there's too many people in their bubble unaware. They're not curious enough to be aware. Yeah, but they won't use Facebook for yeah. work. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, but it's, yeah, but, yeah, no, I, we actually do have Facebook for work. But the, but the thing is, is that when you show people, oh, that's quite cool, really cool. But when you, but when you take it through, and you show people and you show why they get it and they get on it yeah now some will get on it and absolutely own across it others all you know lurk around it on a wee well but at least you've opened up yeah. the door because you don't know what you don't know yeah so unless we actually you know start and keep the education piece and introduce this to people yeah. and go come along to this if they're in an environment where it's not necessarily encouraged because their leaders don't know you can't really blame them for being stuck in this little bubble because yeah. nobody's showing them no one's talking to them about it. You'll get the, the, the ignorance on it. And I, that sounds harsh, but I do actually mean that. No, um, that's my point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm with this recruitment agency and they're all in the trade space and we're talking about, I don't know, plumbers. So. And they're going, but I go to this group and it's yeah. local to my area and I put my advert in this group and 50,000 people see it. And I'm going, no, you'd be lucky if 500 people see it. Yeah. Um, and going, no, I put it in the group. And, blah, 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 and that's how many I'm going. Just could you just let me get to the bit where I talk about sourcing? Like, let me show yeah. you where the plumbers are. And you can just yeah. get in contact with them in two and a half seconds, rather than stick it out there and hope that one of them sees it. And, and you just, but yeah. so let's even, even yeah. let's use a publication that comes out once. Fine. But 
huh? people are going to read. So what you're talking about is let's put something in a paper-based publication that yes. is produced once a month that someone yes. might read, right? Yes. Trade, really? Really? You know, yeah. it's I had the same. I remember when I was at Samsung and uh, I had to recruit aircon tech sales people, yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, we've got to put it in this publication." I'm like, "Yeah, but it runs once every three months." And do you know how yeah. many people are actually buying it? Is it free? Do they pay for it? What? Is, oh, we, we don't nudge. Put it in there. No, 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 no. no. You know, <laughs> proactive headhunting. It, it, it was just. I did some crazy stuff there. I actually. I found I, I yeah. a fake site and I said that I wanted to get it installed and the day before, I bloody cancelled it. I had a tech call me for an appointment yeah. and I said, listen, are you looking around for work? I ended up hiring this person. This is me being super dodge, right? But that was oh, fun. I yeah. started with a freaking lie. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's curiosity. It's that wanting that interest to go above yes. and beyond so then i'll go back to how do you interview for curiosity because i brought this up in a group recently one of the recruitment groups going how do we interview for that because that's what we really need our recruiters to have right so yeah. then how they get up to go to go to the conference yeah yep yeah so uh yeah you you could simply ask them what are you reading and I don't necessarily mean it has to be a hard copy book, but I love my books, I'm slightly obsessed. But it's like, what are you reading? Where are you reading it? What are you seeing? What are you viewing? So you actually start to get uh, a, an idea of it. I mean, there is a level where, you know, if they are on any form of the social media platforms, you can see who they're following. So you actually start to yeah, see yeah. what it is that they're consuming. Um, it, you know, but it is, it's difficult because you should always hang on curiosity because curious people will always learn, will always try and seek out new ways of doing things. You know, you're in so a good love, space with somebody I like that. Just you're absolutely what you're right. right. What do you enjoy doing? When you're not at work, what do you get up to? What are you doing? Is it, you know, are you a TV show fan? Hey, I want to know. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I, I want to know. What, what interests you? What, what's your drive? Where does that come from? Right? Are you someone who wants to understand how things work? Oh, I, I love people who tinker. I'm, right? I'm, I'm interviewing. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, here's a little plug. Hey? I'm, uh, I'm recruiting for our team here in uh, Sydney. I'm looking for a junior. I was speaking with Hassan about this last night. Um, yeah. But a person who would bring in for an interview has studied um, as a librarian. And she's super quirky. I, I, I love it. But on her CV, yeah. she writes um, into cosplay, right? Um, you know, loves cats, um, loves doing puzzles and riddles and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, cool. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, cool. She's a risk taker. She's right? a risk taker. Um, and I'm just going to go, cool. It's going to be quirky. That's someone yeah. that wants to get out of their comfort zone and doesn't yeah. mind being a bit peculiar because they're all very, very odd individuals. Right, we may come across as normal out there, but we've all got a very peculiar approach to things. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine not. there, we're not. Right. Uh, okay, that actually, that going back to because this is going way, way back to the original, what we were like, you know, posited out as the conversation, like the difference is, yeah, you forget that. But here's an interesting thing we all three of us, you know, basically said, yes, yeah. we didn't, you know, go to university. Yet you think about how obsessed uh, a lot of like, you know, the sourcing oh, tools are with schools, 
Like, you know, if you, you know, you go to LinkedIn and it's like, you know, which schools and you read a lot of articles, particularly out of North America, which are around like, you know, if you're recruiting in these schools and it's like, where's your diversity in there? Where are you going to get diversity of thought at all? If all you're doing is is basically yeah. homogenizing your workforce, you're never going to get innovation within that pace. You're never going to get that spark of people who don't see eye to eye about things, but finds another way of doing something. You know, that's the bad. Can I just point out? We've got eight and a half minutes left. We've got eight and a half minutes left. And I'm just going to say this. I'm so proud that, and this is the second time it's going to be said, LinkedIn has only come up once this whole time. (laughs) I'm just so happy about that, right? Um, We all utilise that tool. You don't wonder they have my account, right? (laughs) Oh, goodness. no, no. Did you get a lot of time? I bitched about did this you get so much. Did you... My last big blog rant that did go mental on there about like, would you pay for this service? Um, I basically um, ended up, I ended up going to the office in San Francisco, but the head of customer experience, I'm on a video chat just in case you walk past like half naked like you are. Fantastic <laughs> 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 brother just come home. It's his house, by the way, I'm sitting in. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, embarrassing. Um, yeah, so I ended up um, having this conversation with this woman from customer experience, and actually, they've been really good, like to at least talking to us. They never change anything, yeah. they, they don't yeah. really care about the users, it's all the money making thing. Oh, of course. And you do look at Facebook and you think they have given us so much mm. free stuff. So the users are all there loving it, communicating, groups we've talked about, everything. Yeah. And then, oh, what? They stick an ad in front of you and you're like, whatever. Cat, we were talking about, we started talking about this before. Yeah. We were talking about it's, Facebook it's before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the difference between, this is the difference between oh, people awesome. actually care about their career and mm. understanding about the latest and greatest and people that don't. There are so many people, and we've seen this through uh, through our meetup that we run. There are so many people who are scared to jump on social and engage in work-related conversations yeah. outside of ours, right? We don't care. We've been doing it from day dot. You know, when yeah. people started talking about Facebook graph search, we didn't have access to it down in Australia. And yeah. so there's a way around it. And, you know, you change your language to US and you're like, cool, that's it. That's it. And, you get access to it. and we've been doing that since it was... You're right, yeah. they have been in the US far more. And I always have this conversation saying, we don't go to work and talk about work. We go to work and talk about what happened on the weekend and what drinks we've got, our kids are and how yeah. dogs are and we have all yeah. this. And I said, but you can go to LinkedIn and say something personal and be like crucified for it. You go and say that something's not work on Facebook, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And that's why again Facebook has succeeded. Yeah. Um yeah. Oh, there is yeah. still a very big resistance in the US, though, compared to here and the UK for the person. Really? Amongst normal people. Really? Don't forget, we're the 5%. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, 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 interesting. that's interesting. But I, was, I always... No, I said we're the 5%. Oh, like, yeah. The, but, yeah, that's yeah. So are you a big fan of OLED yeah. on LinkedIn? Yeah. Um, do you know what I hadn't come across him until <laughs> And now I'm like, oh God, just because somebody said his name in a Slack channel, now he's in my feed. (laughs) (laughs) The algorithms are scary, aren't they? As uh, I think Bill Borman says, always use the data for good and not evil. There's an ability with what we've got now too. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so who have I got next week? My Kiwi. Oh, Dale Claire Bush. I keep 
I know, and Leslie's oh I'm God. super excited. They'll, they'll be marketing messaging side, and I'll be still oh going, yeah. but can we go back to sourcing? Oh. <laughs> yes. They're both awesome women. Absolutely fantastic. Huh? Dale's, uh, Dale's one of our SIGREC Meetup Organising Committee members. She's amazing. She's but, yeah. so cool. Yeah, and Leslie. Yeah, and Leslie Taylor has just done some amazing stuff at the warehouse group. Like, absolutely amazing. And she is, she's a fantastic person as well. The Kiwis so. are doing something yeah. better than the rest of the world, then. They're more social. Uh, we were very, yeah, look, you were a very small country. Um, and yeah. so you have to try stuff and actually being noticed somewhere on a global stage of doing things, you've got to give stuff a go. And it is very much Kiwi culture of what they call number eight wow, where it's like, yeah, yeah let's give it a crack, see if it works, you know? No, you know. No harm. So there's very much that that jumping piece. But um, yeah, New Zealand's fabulous. Is you know people talk about six degrees of separation it doesn't exist in New Zealand. It's all one degree of separation. You know, it really is. Um, you know, so you have, you know, and and you know, and so you know, reputation is really important. But the fact is, is that then what that means is because there's relationships, people will reach out to other people and go how are you doing this or, or what's happening here or can I come and see what you're doing and so the actual knowledge gets shared quite a fair chunk and I think you know it might be worth asking Leslie because I think they still do it is that the employment brand leaders in you know the big shops in town they get together regularly to sort of like have a chat and find out what's happening so that sharing of information yeah. rises the rest of us There's you know employer branding group the rest of Facebook, which is oh. nuts for that as well yeah. and you're getting like global yeah. heads from GE and places yeah. like that all sharing stuff in yeah. Hey, you know, yeah. I think I think everyone talks yeah. about US as having brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, a very forward-thinking approach to recruitment. Um, yeah. Honestly, I think politically, uh, from a social standpoint and from a recruitment perspective, NZ is the place to look at. Honestly, yeah. the way that if you look at it from a political perspective, the way that the Navy, the Navy people, the official owners of the Navy, and the, um, the you know everyone that's come. The way yeah. that society is engaged together is amazing. And you look at it from an actual community yeah. perspective in terms of work, if that's employer branding, sourcing, talent, whatever it is, everyone actually engages. They don't stay in their little bubble, they'll have a conversation. Like that is, if the ground didn't shake and it wasn't so bloody windy in Wellington, I'd be over in NZ tomorrow because they are so cool. Oh, yeah, come on. Come on. They are cool, but look at it. Look at it this way: New Zealand, the ground tries to kill you here. Sure. All the wildlife tries to kill you. You <laughs> exactly. know, no and I get the eat beef for the Right, we are so out of time. Um, can I just yeah. thank you both so so much, Mark? You for the push, obviously, to do my Aussie special. So yes, I need to. Uh, I should do more of these, but I'm never back. You said. Like a, hey, we can do it. Yeah. We can do it. Get us involved. Ultra, get on. The, get online. I know, but you guys have to be up at three AM or something to come on the show. That's so fine. People want to do it. People want to share knowledge. Yeah, look, look. My son's just started rowing, so I'm up at four thirty in the morning to take we'll him. We should pre-record so. to be fair, but we always do it live. It's much more fun. The yeah. Side channel's been very chatty, unfortunately. So um, I think that my Brit lot are normally awake, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you, thank yeah. you both. Um, I shall see you next week. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, Thank you, definitely. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> Thank All you. All right, ladies. Have an amazing day. Bye. Thank you. See you guys. Bye.